beautiful people how are we doing today i hope everyone's having a great start to their weekend if you're listening to this right on friday happy friday currently it is uh eight almost nine on thursday night for me so i am recording this a little bit later than usual uh, but you know oh my goodness i'm so sorry um you know still working to get this out for you guys because i don't like to skip weeks of uploading so here i am getting a quick little episode out for you guys because i was um i was doing like a q a thing on instagram today and i think the first question that i answered was something like oh did your relationship with food change and at first i was like what do you mean you know like um I was like not really but like what what did they think I was thinking about food before type of thing you know what I mean but then I realized like I was literally having this conversation yesterday with Joel and Sergio where um well I want to like dive into this but basically that question prompted my response and I said basically yes it has changed because I thought about it and then someone swiped up on it and said like oh could you do a whole podcast episode on this because uh you know they're curious as to how they could change their perspective heal their relationship with food so here i am i'm gonna do that for you guys but before we jump into that a little week recap and summary of what's going on obviously my life is literally revolving around my training right now uh i am as i'm recording this nine less than nine days out we're officially in the single digit countdown um so tomorrow friday i'll be eight days out and then by the time that you guys hear next week's episode I will be literally a day out. Like, next Friday, I will be one day out because I compete that next Saturday, the 24th, which is crazy because it means that June is literally flying by, but it's fine. We're going to be already halfway through the year, and I don't feel like I've done half the things that I said I was going to do, but it's okay. We are fine. We're dealing with it. But, yeah, so uh, I've hit all of the heaviest things that I've had to hit this week um or like all the heaviest lifts I've had to hit like throughout my prep all of it is done so like the heavy work of my prep is done now it's just time to taper down and to you know retain my strength to you know have it you know in check for the meet on Saturday so again eight days from now uh if you are in the Houston area I've been posting links on my Instagram story of the ticket you can buy to come watch me and Joel compete and then there was also going to be a bodybuilding show happening in the same like convention center so if you're interested in bodybuilding that will be there too but me and Joel will be competing um i don't know what the fuck the name of the thing is but it's at the nrg stadium in houston um it's like the summer power fest uh powerlifting meet with like a bunch of other bodybuilding shit happening so uh stay tuned to my story or probably his story also we've been posting the link almost every day today thursday is the last day to get it the ticket with a ten dollar discount but um you can still buy a ticket right before you you know before like the day of the event so with that being said um I think we could just hop into it from here so like I said this came from me doing like a Q&A thing on my story on Instagram I also didn't do any um what's it called like ask Adri's for this podcast so it really is going to be a quick little podcast because I just didn't post the ask Adri submission thing so it's okay we will just do this instead and again, it's just going to be a quick little episode just to talk about this topic because uh, I thought it would be important, you know, to talk about this. Okay, here it is. Yeah, so someone asked, 
did you change your mindset about eating and at first like i said i said um like to myself i was like what do you mean you know like what did they think my mindset was before because i've been pretty open about tracking my macros you know for my little mini cut to go into my uh, powerlifting meet but i i hadn't like explicitly stated you know that i shifted my mindset or anything but then i remembered that i was very anti-macro tracking and this could the person that asked me this could be someone that's been following me since that time um because like even it was probably around last year probably like a year and a half ago or so um that I started tracking my macros not even probably a solid year ago I started tracking my macros but before then like I'd been training since January of 2019 and macro tracking was just not a thing when I uh, first started training like at least I wasn't familiar with that like I wasn't familiar with the terms bulking cutting and tracking macros until like maybe after 2020 something like that right so it just was not anything that I ever thought of I would just eat my normal food and just go to the gym and train but um I had been made aware of the concept of tracking macros and tracking my food and everything probably when I started going really consistently in 2020 after Crunch opened up in Gainesville. Um, And then in that time, I was very adamant about like people would ask me like, oh, you know, what's your favorite cheat meal? Like, do you track your food? Blah, blah, blah. And I would always say like, fuck no, like I'm never going to track my food. I just think that it wouldn't cause an eating disorder, but I just think that I'm too particular and like I would go crazy trying to weigh everything out and I just never liked the idea of it for myself. But then the reason why I started doing it was when I realized that, okay, like I do want to pursue online coaching and I was like, okay, if I do online coaching, like do I offer like just programming? Like do I help people with food? Because it didn't really make a lot of sense to me to just do straight programming as an online coach um because you can program people all you want but like if they're eating like shit they're not gonna see gains you know so and then I could come back on me like they could try telling me like oh I'm not seeing any progress you know why am I not seeing progress from your program whatever and I'm like well you know I'm not helping you with your food so maybe that's it but so I wanted to find a way to incorporate nutrition into my coaching um but I didn't track my macros at the time and I was very you know, adamant about the fact that I didn't track my macros, but I was like, okay, how am I going to help people figure out the nutrition if I don't do macros, if I'm not going to do meal plans either? So I needed to find a way around that or find a solution to that. And then eventually I caved. Well, actually, I think I first started kind of tracking, just reading nutrition labels and trying to roughly track everything like without a scale, right? So I try to do, you know, like half a cup of rice or like a regular looking serving of chicken or like half a cup of, or like a cup of pasta, you know, like literal like measuring cups, teaspoons, like measuring out like that. Because again, I was just so adamant about like, I don't want to weigh my food. Like that's just so meticulous. Like I had such a weird thought process behind it. I was like, no, this is so like disordered eating and it's just so meticulous and I don't want to do that like I don't want to fall into that whatever so I was very very adamant about not wanting to buy a fucking food scale eventually I bought a food scale and um realized you know started working through the process of what it meant to track my food and I you know there's a lot to not like a lot to think about but it's it's easy like the concept of tracking your food isn't difficult i actually if you guys watch my most recent youtube video i sat down and i showed you guys how i track my breakfast so if you want like a visual aspect of how to track your food go watch my recent youtube video and i show you on my fitness pal exactly how i plug my food in and everything but um 
yeah so check out my youtube and make sure you go look into that but um aside from that the biggest thing is really just to stay consistent with the way that you track your food and by that i mean like um something that obviously okay i'm thinking like foods you have to cook right so something like meat right when you cook meat obviously it's raw when you first you know take it out of the packaging when you cook it it shrinks in like volume right in like size and volume so if you sit there and take like a chicken breast right like a raw chicken breast throw it on a food scale and when you weigh it raw uncooked it says like 6.5 ounces right then you cook it on the stove you know whatever and then if you take if you're curious and you measure it again on that same scale the same piece of chicken it's going to go down to like maybe five ounces something like that so from 6.5 to five ounces because it like loses water and it shrinks in size now things like grains like pasta and pasta oatmeal rice stuff like that will expand in volume and expand in size because it absorbs water so again like half a cup or like 100 grams of raw rice when you cook it is going to turn into like 200 grams of raw rice something like that right like i'm just making up these numbers but it's going to grow in size grow in volume so by staying consistent what i mean is you have to go into whatever app you're using to track my fitness pal is typically the most popular one and make sure you're really specific with your entries with your food and write like or look up you know generic white jasmine rice cooked right because me personally i always weigh out my rice cooked so i have to make sure that the entry is a cooked entry so that way when i serve it to myself i serve 150 grams of cooked rice and it matches the macros of 150 grams of cooked rice because again 150 grams of uncooked rice is going to turn into almost double you know what you start with something like that right and then I do the same thing with meat so because I batch prep everything like I make a couple chicken breasts at a time a pound of beef at a time it's easy to just cook it all and then weigh it as I'm serving it to myself right so I have like my pound of ground beef I store it for a couple days then I just scoop it out and serve myself five ounces at a time six ounces at a time whatever it is so again I look up like generic 93.7 cooked ground beef and then I weigh it cooked obviously and then I plug it in like that because if I weigh five ounces of uncooked ground beef it's going to turn into like four ounces and it's not going to be consistent with the amount that you're actually eating so that was quite the tangent I just went on but basically um yeah so I went through a lot of trial and error with figuring out that concept of the cooked versus not cooked entries on my fitness file so I'm saving you guys you know, the hassle, make sure you deal with that from the beginning, right? Like figure that out from the beginning. But anyway, so back to my like mindset about eating. Um, Obviously, things have changed for me, right? Like I'm okay. I've been tracking, like I said, for almost a year, not consistently, but like since I started tracking, it's been a year. And I answered the question on Instagram. And I said, I was just talking to Joel and Sergio about this yesterday, how I used to be so anti-macro tracking, but real deal, it's changed my life, lol. I only really track when I'm prepping for a meet and in the off season continue to fuel my body and enjoy going out to eat and drink every now and then. So the answer is yes. Like my mindset about eating did change. And I'm not sure if they meant, you know, like eating, like I ever had an issue with eating because I've never had an issue with eating. I had the issue with tracking, right? So that's probably what they meant. I'm not sure if I answered the question that they were looking for, but whatever. So again, my situation with tracking has changed but I've always had a good relationship with food like I've knock on wood never been diagnosed or shown signs of an eating disorder or anything I've always had a really good relationship with food and with eating um 
So someone swiped up on that response and they said, would love to hear you go more in depth about this on your podcast. I'm in that anti-macro tracking place right now. Just giving, having, sorry, just given having an unhealthy relationship with food throughout my life. So I said, bet I'll talk about it today. And here we are talking about it today. So um, the thing that I can give to people that are in that same mindset is find, I guess, because I had a reason to start tracking my macros, right? I said, if I want to coach people how to track their macros and and coach people like a way to help them with their nutrition, I have to experience that for myself, right? So that was the reason why I started doing it in the first place was because how can I coach macros if I don't know it myself, right? So I had to put myself through the experience. Same thing with like powerlifting. How am I going to coach powerlifting if I can't put my, if I've never done it myself, you know? And that's, you know, at least like for me, that's how I think about it because obviously there's like male bodybuilding coaches out there prepping women for shows, right? Like a male bodybuilding coach isn't going to do like a wellness show, but you know, so it's like circumstantial and like kind of different, but me personally, I'm like, I can't put someone through something that like I, I'm not putting myself through me personally. So that for me was the right thing to do. I was like, okay, if I'm going to be teaching people about nutrition, like helping them in like a structured way, I think that was part of it also was just like putting structure behind nutrition because I can tell them like eat three meals a day, prioritize your protein. But like, I'm such a lo- like logistical and like quantitative person that like I need to put like some sort of not like mechanism that's the first word that came to mind but some sort of like logic and numbers behind it right like I needed to put like some quantitative numbers like some quantitative aspects behind teaching someone something like that right I can't just do like arbitrarily like oh eat three eat three meals a day and prioritize your protein like I need to see a visual of that and the visuals for me are macros so that's how my brain works, I guess. But, (laughs) um, so I guess the biggest thing would just be to say that if you're stuck in the mindset of like anti-tracking, like you don't want to do it because you're afraid or you have a history of an eating disorder, binging, you know, whatever it might be, find a reason, like tell yourself a reason why you want to do it in the first place, right? So obviously if you're considering tracking macros, you probably have like some sort of long-term fitness goal, um and you know you either want to grow or you want to compete or if you want to you know lose some weight whatever it might be put a goal behind it and then realize that this is the one of the best things one of two of the best things you can do for yourself to help achieve your fitness goal right the other one being literally getting in the gym and picking up heavy weights right so because as much as we hate to admit it food and your nutrition or your your nutrition your relationship with food makes up at like a fucking like 80 70 to 80 percent of your what's it called like how how long it takes you to achieve your goals basically right like we hate to admit it like training is the easy aspect of like a fitness journey basically so if you really want to reach your fitness goals you're gonna have to get a little bit more serious about your nutrition and the way that you you know are with food and nutrition essentially So putting that quantitative goal behind like, okay, I'm going to start tracking my food, going to start being more serious about my nutrition. And this is why, like, don't do it with like a very arbitrary, like, oh, I just want to lose some weight 
or oh you know whatever whatever like put a reason like a strict reason behind it and say like i'm gonna do it for x amount of months for three months i'm gonna do it for six months i'm gonna do it until you know to make weight for my powerlifting meet which is the reason why i do it at this point like all I really track in my off season is, is my breakfast just because I weigh out food for my breakfast. Like I do like 220 grams of egg whites, like, and I like knowing that I'm eating that many egg whites, but like for my lunch and my dinner, the rest of the summer until I compete again, will probably just be eyeballed at this point. Like I don't plan on tracking once I'm done competing, you know? So on my end, like that, I'm pretty strict with that. I'm like, I compete during my season, like while I'm prepping, because I have this goal of reaching 165 pounds, I need to cut, right? Um, I'm going to try to maintain this weight. So we'll see, you know, how that happens. But I can also add more cardio, like get back into a good routine with my training and everything, because right now I'm really just prioritizing my compounds, right? So get back into cardio, get a lot more serious with that and more active like that so that I can try to maintain the weight that I'm sitting at right now and not track my macros, but just be loose with it or more lenient with it. I'm out of breath. (laughs) But I'm trying to figure out like how to wrap this up, you know, like what is the be all end all with the situation? I think the biggest thing is to just try it and think of it as like try it as in like try tracking the food try tracking your macros i think getting a coach is oh getting a coach is so 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 beneficial and so helpful in so many ways number one they would keep you accountable number two they're gonna well even before keeping you accountable they're gonna be the ones to give you macros right they're gonna say okay based on x y and z let's give you these macros to start off with we'll see how you do with them, how your body responds, how you feel about eating that much food, whatever. And we'll go from there. Like taking, having a coach takes the work out of figuring that out for yourself, right? If you're looking, I'm looking for women to take on. I know Joel is always looking for people to take on also. So hit either one of us up and we'll help you out with that. But definitely, definitely consider getting a cold coach if you have any sort of like big fitness goal like that, because it's just so much easier if you do it with someone guiding you in like the right direction and again taking the work like out of doing that food tracking and programming and everything aside from that what was I gonna say (laughs) get the coach they'll help you with that for sure and have a reasoning for wanting to do it another big aspect oh we're echoing another big aspect of it is thinking of tracking your food as like take I hate being like so harsh and saying this but take the emotion out of it right like obviously this is so like iffy but because like I like I said like I don't have any experience with like an eating disorder or like disorder like eating or symptoms or anything so I'm grateful for that if you do that's even more reason to go ahead and get a coach because like I said they can hold you accountable right like if you this is I hate like talking about this because it's just so iffy but like like, I don't want to be a dickhead, you know, but if you are a person that struggles with binge eating, and I've heard this from other people before, and I have clients that do this, where they come to me as like an accountability type of buddy, right? Like they'll come to me and say like, Hi, hey, I'm feeling like this right now. And I kind of sit with them and I talk them through it, or I'm just the person that they have to admit that they binge to. And then that kind of just leaves them feeling with a feeling of like, okay, fuck, like, was that worth it? Like, that kind of sucked. That wasn't worth it, whatever. Having, like, that accountability buddy or, like, a person that you're literally paying to be there for you, like, 
I, I said this to one of my clients, like think of it as like, you don't follow your programming. You don't eat your food, you know, whatever. You're basically wasting your money, right? Like as, as harsh. And I say this with a smile on my face with all the love in the world. Like, I love you. Thank you for helping me do this as my job, but I'm trying to help you. And if you're not putting in the work, if you're not doing the programming that I'm telling you to do, I, you know, if you don't like something, we can discuss that. But if you're not doing what I'm telling you to do, like you're basically wasting your money, right? And what's the point of getting a coach like that? So you have to be a coachable person and you have to be willing to learn and you have to, you know, make it worth your money. Like I said, the coach is there to do the hard work for you or like do the work of like the programming, the nitty gritty, like nutrition, programming, whatever is up to you to just execute, which is again, the fun part about having a coach. All you have to do is read the program and execute. So think of the macros as like holding up your end of the bargain, right? Like your coach did the work found out these macros for you. They're there to help you. They're there to communicate with you. If you don't like something, if it's enough, if it's not enough food, if you think it's too much food, they're there to discuss that with you. But I really just can't, you know, emphasize having a coach, especially for nutrition enough because it sucks having to figure out your own nutrition, especially if you're doing something like a powerlifting meet where you have to be a certain weight or, you know, that's the biggest thing where like I have a lot of girls come to me saying like oh you know I I need help with nutrition because my current coach doesn't help me like I have a coach for programming but they don't help me with nutrition and I'm at the point where I'm like how do people coach without helping for nutrition because even something like powerlifting where you're not obviously not competing physique wise but it's so 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 important to be eating enough to fuel your lifts and I just can't believe that some people aren't helping other their clients with nutrition at all so I just think once you place that emphasis and like switch your mindset of, you know, being afraid of food or being afraid of being like too, what's the word, like nitpicky, like I thought I would be obsessed with tracking macros and like I'd have to track literally everything that I put into my mouth, which is, you know, during this time, during my prep, like it's kind of true because again, I'm going for this goal, right? But, um... Think of it as eating these numbers to just literally fuel your body, fuel your body to hit your goal at the end of the day. Like, I don't really believe in just tracking just to track, right? Like, if you're out of maintenance or whatever it might be, I don't believe in just tracking just to track. Like, you track when you want to put on weight, when you want to lose weight, that's really it, right? If you want to put on weight, if you want to lose weight, those are the reasons you track your macros, basically. Um... And I teach macro tracking as a way to, as like a tool for you to learn and take with you for the rest of your life, right? I don't expect my girls to be tracking their food perfectly all the time. Like, again, I'm not a bodybuilding coach. You're not on like this crazy nutritional protocol. I'm giving you these macros for you to basically learn what portion sizes look like, learn what four ounces of beef looks like, learn what 150 grams of rice looks like, et cetera, et cetera. So that one day, either when we stop working together or when you're comfortable with these numbers and we're still working together, you can continue just eyeballing your food and making sure that you're getting enough nutrients, getting enough food in your system to power your lifts, to power, you know, and fuel yourself outside of the gym as well. So again, tracking your food is a tool to help you learn portion sizes that's basically all it is and then it's there to help you when you have serious like numerical you know numerical quantitative goals such as losing x amount of weight losing arbitrary amount of fat you know whatever uh changing your physique gaining weight losing weight whatever it might be 
um, it's there for that as well because it you can gain and lose weight without tracking your macros, but it's going to be a lot harder, honestly. And people don't want to hear that. I didn't want to hear that two years ago, but here I am admitting that you, you need to track your macros if those are goals that you have in your mind. So I think that this wraps up basically that entire conversation. Um, I hope you guys took something out of this. Like I said, uh, I am always pretty much looking for more women to take on because I'm very, very passionate about helping women become the strongest, sexiest, and most confident versions of themselves that they can be. And a lot of that comes through empowering them to lift heavy ass weight in the gym, whether it's just as a casual, you know, power building lifestyle situation, or if I can convince you to start powerlifting entirely and then compete maybe, and I can have an army of strong ass powerlifting women that would be awesome too um and with that obviously learning to fuel yourself and fuel your lifts and fuel your body and eat scary amounts of food but know that it's gonna pay off and you will be okay and it's all part of the process and food is not the enemy food is fuel so yeah i hope you guys uh like i said took something out of this I love you always. Um, Like I said earlier, if you want like a visual of how I track like at least my breakfast, I'll probably do a full day of eating at some point. But (laughs) I do have a visual of me tracking my food in my recent YouTube videos. So tune into that if you're interested to see how that what that looks like, like on my fitness pal. And again, if you have any questions about coaching, I'm going to link my application in the bio of this podcast for guaranteed. And then you can DM me on Instagram, comment on a picture, comment something on my TikTok, and then we can chit chat wherever we need to. So yeah, I think that's the end of this episode. I will see you guys next week when I am one day out. Super exciting. Love you guys. As always, it's your girl. Goodbye.